Good morning, church. Merry Christmas. So good to be with you on this Sunday before Christmas. My dear friend, uh, Julia Hughes, she gave me permission to share this. Um, she's been fighting a metastatic uh, breast cancer for since 2015, and um, she was at the doctor's this past week and just discovered that uh, there's a tumor in her brain. And so uh, she needs to operate and is scheduled to operate tomorrow. And so I'd like us as a church to keep her in prayer. And um, Ellen has, uh, Ellen Powell, would you raise your hand? Ellen Powell has, uh, has a volunteer to provide um, a schedule and a calendar so that we can bring meals to the family. The goal is for them to be home uh, about Christmas time or shortly thereafter. And so uh, we'd love to bless them with meals while they're recovering. And so Ellen, if you can see Ellen after service and participate in that, that would be a blessing. But they covet, Brian and Julia really covet, and Nathan, uh, uh, they really covet your prayers. And so please keep them in prayer. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with me this morning to Matthew chapter 1. And we're going to begin this morning in verse 18. Matthew chapter 1, beginning in verse 18. And listen carefully. This is the word of God. And it says this. It says, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was, a faith, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And listen carefully to what, what it says next here. It says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him. And he took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We read here that Mary is engaged to Joseph. But even before they come together, 
She is found to be pregnant. She's found to be with child. And so Joseph, he puts two and two together and he's like, wait, this doesn't make sense. And so he's heartbroken. And so he wants to call it off. He wants to break it off. He wants to divorce Mary quietly and just kind of let it be done with. But he's visited by an angel while he's sleeping. And he has this dream. And the angel says, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. This child is of divine origin. And so, Joseph takes Mary home as his wife. And then, verse 22, very important. This is where we're going to camp on this morning. Verse 22 and 23. It says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. And this is what the Lord said through the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. It says this, it says, The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I love Hawaiian names. I have friends with Hawaiian names, and I I love to find out what their names mean. See, Hawaiian names, they're, they're beautiful, but they're also full of meaning. For example, Ikaika, that's a, a strong name. Ikaika means strength or power. Man of strength, man of power, Ikaika, that's a strong name. Pua Nani, beautiful name. Pua means flower, and nani means beautiful. Beautiful flower, pua nani. Here's another one, leilani. Leilani is a beautiful name. Le means flower. Lani means heaven. So heavenly flower. What a beautiful beautiful name for a girl. Leilani. Well, Hebrew kind of works in the same way. And this name, Emmanuel, is not just any kind of name. It's full of meaning. And the name Emmanuel means God is with us. God is with us. And what Emmanuel means is that he promises that he will always be with us. It's a promise to you and I that He will never abandon us, that He will never leave us, a promise that He will never forsake us, that he, that, a promise that you are not alone, that you are not forgotten. Emmanuel, God is with us. Such a simple statement, God is with us. And sometimes we just gloss over, God is with us. But this morning, I want us to kind of meditate on that to kind of marinate on this this name, Emmanuel, God is with us. God, God, creator of heaven and earth, God, 
creator of the universe, creator of the cosmos, God, the designer and architect of our solar system and galaxies and and our Milky Way, God who said, let there be light, and there was light. God who set the sun and the moon and the stars in their place. The bigness and vastness of God is beyond our comprehension. And it is this God who says, I am with you. God is with us. I want us to marinate, to think about this name, Emmanuel. God is with us. Is. Not has been. Not maybe. Not will be. But is. In the present, God is with us. With. The word with means that He's present and not absent. With means that he's rooting for you. With means that he's on your side. With means that he'll never abandon you or leave you or forsake you. God is with you. God is with us, with you and I. You, created in the image of God, You, who he esteems highly and who he especially is fond of. You, who he is crazy in love with. Emmanuel. God is with us. And so, the Gospel of Matthew begins with this prophecy that declares that Jesus is Emmanuel. God is with us. That's Matthew chapter 1. And then the Gospel of Matthew ends with chapter 28. So chapter 1 all the way through chapter 28. And in between that are teachings and stories of Emmanuel. God is with us. And this morning, I thought I'd just tell you some Emmanuel stories from the middle here. Some God is with us stories. Because sometimes we just need to reacquaint ourselves with these Emmanuel stories to remind ourselves that God is with us. And so, let's take a look at some of these stories. Here's an Emmanuel story. It's found in Matthew chapter 8, beginning in verse 1. And there's this man, he has leprosy, dreadful disease, leprosy. And so he comes to Jesus and he kneels before Jesus. And he says, Jesus, if you are willing, would you make me clean? And Jesus touches him. And Jesus says, I am willing, be clean. And instantly this man's leprosy is healed. Friends, that's an Emmanuel story. That is a God is with us story. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves, reacquaint ourselves with these Emmanuel stories to remind us that God is with us. Here's another Emmanuel story. It's found in Matthew chapter 8, beginning in verse 5. There's this centurion Centurion is just a fancy name for this commander in the army. 
So there's this commander in the army, this centurion, and he's worried because he has this servant and this servant is paralyzed and suffering greatly. And so he comes to Jesus and he asks for help. And so Jesus and this centurion, they engage in conversation. And in the course of this dialogue, in the course of this conversation, Jesus is amazed by this man's faith. And so Jesus heals this centurion's servant. My friends, that's an Emmanuel story. That is a God is with us story. And sometimes we just need to reacquaint ourselves with some Emmanuel stories to remind ourselves that God is with us. Here's another story, another Emmanuel story. It's in Matthew chapter 8, beginning in verse 14. This is Peter's mother-in-law. And she's in bed, sick. She has a fever. And so Jesus comes, touches her hand, and immediately the fever leaves her. And she gets up and begins to serve Jesus. Friends, that's an Emmanuel story. That is a God is with us story. And sometimes we just need to reacquaint ourselves with some Emmanuel stories to remind ourselves that God is with us. Here's another story, one of my favorites. It's in Matthew chapter 8, beginning at verse 23. The disciples and Jesus, they're in a boat and they set sail. That all of a sudden, without warning, this storm come, rolls in on them. They're hit with gale force winds. The waves are crashing against their boat. Water is overwhelming their boat. And the disciples, they're afraid. They try to keep it together, but it looks like this storm has the upper hand. And they're exhausted. They're tired. They're discouraged. And so they go to Jesus, who's in the back of the boat resting. He's sleeping. Then they wake Jesus up and they say, Jesus, save us. They say, Lord, save us. We're about to drown. And Jesus, he speaks to the storm. He speaks to the wave and see, he rebukes the wave. He rebukes the winds and immediately there's a calm. My friends, that's an Emmanuel story. That is a God is with us story. And sometimes we need to reacquaint ourselves with Emmanuel stories to remind ourselves that God is with us. Here's another Emmanuel story. It's found in Matthew chapter 9, beginning in verse 18. There's this woman. She has this severe bleeding. Some, some kind of menstrual irregularity. She's been bleeding like this for 12 years. She's seen doctors. 
but no one has answers for her. And Mark chapter 5 tells us that, that, they, that she spent all that she had. She had nothing left. She spent all that she had to try to find a cure. And she's not only, she's not getting better. In fact, she's getting worse. Well, she hears about Jesus. And so she comes to Jesus. She makes her way through the crowds of people. And she comes up behind Jesus. And she touches the hem of Jesus' garment. She touches the edge of Jesus' clothing. And instantly, the bleeding stops. She feels well in her body. She's been healed. Friends, that's an Emmanuel story. That is a God is with us story. And sometimes we need to reacquaint ourselves with Emmanuel stories to remind ourselves that God is with us. Now watch this. Matthew chapter 1 begins with the declaration that Jesus is Emmanuel, that Jesus is God is with us. And Matthew chapter 28 ends with Jesus saying this. He says, go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. Then watch this, very important. He says, and remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Bible begins declaring that Jesus is Emmanuel. God is with us. And then Matthew chapter 28 ends with Jesus saying, Remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Perhaps this Christmas, these words of Jesus are for you. Remember, I am with you. It's been a rough year for a number of you. A number of you, including my family, we lost a loved one this past year. And this is the first year without your loved one during Christmas. And it's hard. It's difficult. And perhaps this Christmas, these words of Jesus are for you. Perhaps Jesus is saying to you, remember, I am with you. Some of you are worried about your health or the health of a loved one. I'm worried. I'm worried about my friend Julia Hughes. And I'm worried about several of you that I'm, I'm praying for. You or your, your loved one, I'm worried. And 
perhaps this Christmas, these words of Jesus are for you and I. Perhaps Jesus is saying to you and I, remember, I am with you. I am with you always. And some of you are going through challenges, really difficult challenges in life. And you're discouraged, you're tired, you're beaten down, you're exhausted. And perhaps this Christmas, these words of Jesus are for you. Perhaps Jesus is saying to you, remember, remember, don't forget, remember, I am with you. Jesus ends the gospel of Matthew by saying, and remember, I am with you always, even to the very end of the age. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 to 23 says this, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Let us pray.